Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean, you do? Yes. Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was... We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. (laughs) Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jon Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late-night legend Jon Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Martha Stewart, and we're back with a new season of my podcast. This season will be even more revealing and more personal, with more entrepreneurs, more live events, and more questions from you. I'm talking to my cosmetic dermatologist, Dr. Dan Belkin, about the secrets behind my skincare. Encore Jane about creating a billion-dollar startup. Walter Isaacson about the geniuses who change the world. Listen and subscribe to the Martha Stewart podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Welcome back. We are Bob Guinea and Trista Sutter, and we are the Almost Famous OG because the OG crew, old gal and old guy. (laughs) Really, really old guy. That'd be the ROG crew. (laughs) It's so sad. And I'm feeling, I'm feeling every, uh, every inch of my age today, Trista. I, I, I think it's important to point out that we love doing this so much that we will move heaven and earth to get it done. And last <laughs> night I, uh, I flew home very late, uh, 3.30 in the morning, landed at home. About 3.35, uh, the baby started crying. Uh, about 4 o'clock, the three-year-old came in the room. So I've just been pulling a bender. This is my like 17th cup of coffee right here. <laughs> At least you drink coffee. I don't even drink it. But you know what? Yep. We're going to get her done, right? We are. This is fun. We are going to get her done. <laughs> I like that. You're giving me a little Cars reference with, uh, what's that guy's name? What is the dude's name that says My get her done? Queen? I can't even think. Oh, well, Mater. No, that's Mater that says it. But I'm trying to think of the actual comedian. Larry the Cable Guy. Oh. That's who it is. <laughs> 
And he uh, I'm like, Mater, later duh. at uh, Disneyland last month, which I got to tell you, it was a totally different experience going there with kids. I've always gone there just for the cocktails and the corn dogs. Oh this no! Time it was different. I've been <laughs> I've been to Land and World I think five or six times when the kids were little, and oh yeah, yeah. we've met Mater, we've met Lightning, we've met all the characters and all the yes, princesses. Yes, I like them. Yeah. They're pretty cool yeah. how they got it done. Well, I'm excited about today's show because. You know, we are we are the OGs, so we are taking it back a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, you know, what I really love is where it all started for you and I as friends, obviously, was on your season of The Bachelorette, which if anyone wants to check us out from our last episode, we talked a lot about how that process came to light for both of us. But today's a really special show because it's not just about us. Today, we're actually going to check in on a couple uh, other OGs who were with us on that show, um, both yeah. of which I think were... Very um, memorable guys uh, from that time yeah. and from that season. And uh, one of them in particular, I, I've always really liked both of these guys, but one of them in particular, I've kept in pretty good touch with over the years. So we're going to have them both on in a little bit. So, but I wanted to kind of get into it really quickly with you, Trista, because I know how I felt, but I want to yeah. know how you felt. I mean, it's the first night you're the bachelorette. I'm sure, you know, you already have seen some of the press about, you know, what does this say about her as a person and about women in general? Like it was that big of a, you know, of, of a commentary oh, yeah. at the time. I mean, yeah. were you just a nervous wreck uh, that night, like walking out, you know, it was Carrie Fetman your stylist? Did he have you feel? Oh God, good no. Are confident? you kidding me? No. <laughs> we had a stylist when I was a bachelor and I still looked like an idiot. So you looked stunning. I mean, it was amazing. Thank you come you. walking out. So, I mean, you had to be feeling a lot of nerves. I certainly was. And watching back, I have to say, I was cringing pretty much the entire show that I was watching back because I feel like I was so nervous and I was trying to say all the right things. And do you know what I mean? Like I had already yeah. put, been put on um, notice with the entire yeah. media. Everyone's watching me. Everyone is uh, judging me. And, and I had this thing in my mind, you really need to be conscious about what you're saying, what you're doing, you know, all of those things. I mean, gosh, the first, <laughs> all the guys come in and this season, you know, it's the OG because no one has a gimmick, you know, every, no, no. The, with the exception to Russ, who brought the Tiffany box um, yes. that I know you had a problem with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I so, was like, really, bro? Um, I know. So with the exception of the Tiffany box, uh, there was n there were no gimmicks. There yep. was just guys getting out of the limo, introducing themselves. And and all we said, they literally would either shake a hand or give a hug. And yep. then we said, we'll see you inside, you know, or yeah. looking good. How many freaking times did I say looking good? <laughs> looking good, boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Did you did you have Chris Harrison in your ear at all? Was he guiding you at all? Like, you know, OK, you know, here. I mean, I, I would see him come on camera, but I know when I was The Bachelor, I actually really appreciated him because he would go, all right, you did a great job. Now, this time, you know, you can yeah. you can talk a little more with each person. Take your time, you know, like cause I, that first one. I'm yeah. like, hey, great to meet you, too. We'll see you inside. <laughs> that's it that's it yep, that's all that's i said it. i was like wow i'm a really good conversationalist um but <laughs> anyway so yeah chris, chris of course was there you know we had developed a friendship on the bachelor yeah. and and then of course the producers they were there every step of the way with me for me and of course they're producing a television show and i got that i still right. get it 
I yeah. still get that that is their job. They want to produce a show. They they have to feed their family and, you know, pay for college or whatever. So they want it to be <laughs> successful. And and so I got that. But I also really appreciated that that they were in it with me. They were they were my friend. They actually wanted, I believe, to this day for me to yeah. f- meet someone uh, and develop a long term lifetime relationship um, built Check. on a great foundation. It happened. You know? well and it done, happens. Producers, yeah. Interest up. Good yeah. job. Yeah. Yeah. No. I was, so I, I was going to ask you if watching it back when I remember watching that season, um, you know, and none of my friends back then, we didn't talk about it at all, as you know, yeah. right. We were kind of sworn to secrecy. So yep. none of my friends even knew I was going to be gone on the show until all of a sudden they're in my living room watching it. And they're all like, Oh my God. Really? You know? Oh, my oh God. yeah. I kept it really quiet. So it was a big surprise. How about you? I mean, were your family, I mean, obviously your, your immediate family knew, but where did your yeah. phone just blow up after that first night? Do you know what? Actually, everyone pretty much knew because since I had been on The Bachelor, um, they knew that I had been on that show. And then for The Bachelor, I had to ask my boss for a leave of absence in Miami. Okay. Yeah. And at, at Miami Children's Hospital. And when I got the call about doing The Bachelorette and, you know, the process was moving along and I had to make a decision about whether or not to be in California, I asked her for another leave of absence. And of course she said no, because yeah. no, yeah. sorry, uh, you've got to make your decision. Yeah. So I decided to go out to California. And of course, because of that, you know, my friends knew I was moving out yeah. for the possibility of doing the show. And uh, yeah, it wasn't a secret. And obviously right. it wasn't a secret because the whole, all of the media was covering it saying, you know, a girl, you know, the tables have been turned. A girl is reversal. in charge. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, really? Yeah. A girl? Like, is that really big news? But I guess back then it was. And, yeah. uh, you know, they were calling me out for potentially looking like a hussy. Uh, <laughs> you know, I just, a yeah, harlot. that was, that was hard. That a harlot, uh, yeah. that was hard. Um, going into it because I was stressed about how I was going to be portrayed to the people sure. that I looked up to in my life, you know, in my real life. So, um, yeah, yeah, it was hard, but it was worth it. It definitely was worth it. I mean, look how it ended up. Right. I mean, yeah. I was, I was bunk mates essentially with a couple of, uh, with one of the guys that's going to be on tonight and also, or today. And also, of course, your husband, Ryan, we were like, yeah. literally our beds were right next to each other. You know, people would <laughs> die if they saw that mansion uh, that we started the season. And now the Bachelor Mansion is much different. But the one much we had back different. then, it looked great on camera. I will say that. Kind of. I uh, mean, looking back at it, I'm like, really, was I that excited about that house? <laughs> no, I walk in, I'm like, whoa, 12 single beds jammed into one room. How beautiful. <laughs> And they were on like, the floor. They were on yeah, the floor. They weren't yeah. even like in bed frames. No. They were on the no, floor. No, they didn't even give us bed frames. We had, I, I actually think, I actually think I had a bed frame. Now that I, now that I think about it, I did oh, have really? a bed frame. Oh, really? You were the lucky one. But not one. everyone did. I was one of the lucky ones. And, yeah. um, you know, and I, I will tell you the dynamic in the house was so interesting on the first day from the guy's perspective. And we can touch yeah. on this in a little bit when our first guests come on. But I remember walking in and um, I don't know why. I don't know why. But all of a sudden they come over to me and they're like, Hey, uh, how are you? I said, I'm great. Thanks. How are you? They're like, great. How, how do you love the mansion? I'm like, oh, it's, it's awesome. They go, so what do you think everyone's going to want to eat and drink today? Like, I'm like the chef or something. So I'm like, <laughs> and I just, I just jumped right in. I'm like, 
what are our options? Do we have, you know, is there, do we have carte blanche? Can we go for it? But I remember that day I'm like, well, I saw a grill out there. Is it working? They're like, yeah. I'm like, maybe we'll do some skirt steak and some chicken. Maybe we'll mix up some stuff for some tacos, some fajitas as it were. And uh, what about a margarita machine? Can we do one of those? And I remember just, so anyway, I remember this specifically because I've told this story a few times too, but I remember they asked for drinks. So I decided, you know, if I was having a party at my house, right? Uh, first of all, my kitchen would be nicer than this one, but yeah, yeah. Uh, what would I do? And so I literally, I was like, how about a couple half gallons of, you know, Grey Goose, uh, a couple half gallons of, you know, Jack Daniels, maybe <laughs> some mixers, oh uh, lemons and limes, oranges, yep. Te- a bottle of tequila would be nice. So literally, uh, that was like 10 a.m., you know, um, right. at about 10.06 a.m., in comes cases of alcohol, just like right, giant cardboard course. boxes. The food, I don't know if we ever got it. I, mean, I was going to say, we, you yeah. had dog food. We did. <laughs> and why did we have dog food? We didn't have a dog. Because there was a dog. Yes, there was. There don't was? Don't you remember the dog that lived there? Oh, yeah. So the oh owners, God, I do remember. Yes, I did they rented this house, but the owners left their dog for whatever well, reason. I don't know if yes. they were in and out like they were. They were, they were there. It okay, so they were there and not there. Yeah. So, so they had this dog and they kind of thank God they had the dog because Ryan actually, he went running with the dog. Like he loves yeah. dogs and well, they can be yeah, a good I stress relief. That. I remember now you know? that you say that. I forgot. I forgot about yes. that. Yes. We had, so we did have a dog there and that's. Unfortunately, uh, our friend Jamie Blythe can't join us today, but his claim to fame, other than incredibly white teeth and trying to yeah. make out with you on the first date, was <laughs> eating dog food on yep. the show. Yep. Hammered. And they'll see and, that uh, after you watch the first episode. If you keep watching, yeah. oh yeah, yep. dog food, dog puppy chow. What'd you guys call puppy it? Dog chow. chow, puppy we chow. We called it, it actually, we called it pony chow for pony him. Pony chow, I, that's right. Yeah, because yes. I kept telling him he had the, the teeth of like a, you know, a stallion. Like I'm like, man, yep. you, look, you got like these big horse teeth. <laughs> but it was said lovingly, you know. Right, of course. Um, he he laughed. Oh he laughed. He did laugh. Yeah. He loved it. But um, but yeah, I mean, I remember that they brought the the alcohol right away, and then yes. the food showed up, you know, two days later. And by that point, we had we had already consumed all the lemons and limes, so we were stuffed. We didn't right. eat anything. We were good. <laughs> Our condiments we had already been consumed. <laughs> oh, like, oh no, yeah. Yeah. Oh no, that was, it was, it was really fun. It was fun to watch and, and reminisce, especially of the first, you know, time I met Ryan. And I've seen that whenever you go on a show, GMA or Today Show or, that's their clip, you know, right? any of the shows, yeah. um, that's the clip they use is Ryan walking up and he'll never uh, live down the fact that he, when he got out of the limo, he said, you look ravishing, ravishing. Yep. It's his word. Um, but he it forgot is. his name. He forgot to tell me his name. So I was like, Hey, so what's your name? <laughs> he's like, what? it's nice to meet name. you. Nameless. Name. Yeah. yeah. Oh, name. What? Who, who am I? Um, anyway, you know, that was I do, really I do fun. Remember and I, I, for anyone who wasn't with us last week, which you should have been, where yep. the hell were you? But, exactly. um, we know that you weren't here. So I'll, I'll just tell you this. One of the things I loved uh, about, uh, you know, that time of the show was that we were all basically monosyllabic. Uh, we were we were one trick ponies. Right. Yep. So here I was. Uh, we already had a musician. So that that couldn't be me. So I was mortgage guy and Ryan was firefighter. <laughs> and right. when I look back at it, I remember thinking, you know, God, like they they ask you so many questions about yourself. And this is where we land. 
We land at the mortgage guy. You got to know Ryan Sutter and you land at firefighter. Like I get it that that's his job. No, you land, you land at poet. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now it's now it's poet. Yeah, for sure. That's where I would have gone right away. Cause I do remember one night I remember specifically, and I'm not sure if you remember this or not, but you were out on a date uh, with some guys and uh, or a guy. I don't really recall exactly. I think it may have been a guy. Cause I remember Ryan was at the mansion with me. And uh-huh. I decided, uh, you know, well, uh, let's play the Century Club, which Century Club is 100 shots of beer in 100 minutes, which sounds like nothing, right? It's a little shot glass of beer. So It doesn't sound like nothing to me. <laughs> yeah, well, it, you know, and I'm not a beer guy, so it sounds like a lot to me, too. Yeah. And uh, anyway, we we start playing this game. And I remember all the guys were having a great time. And it was, you were definitely out with one person because the majority of the guys were back at the house. And at the end of, you know, each round, we'd throw the beer can on the roof of the mansion. And um, yeah, well, I mean, it was just, you know, the roof was kind of low by the pool. And so uh, about, you know, I I, I didn't know you were on your way home, but of course the producers know everything. So they're like, Bob, you guys threw a bunch of beer cans up there on the roof. You should probably get up there and and get that off of there. I'm like, oh yeah, okay, no problem. So I climb a ladder. Where, Where did the ladder come from? I have no idea. I climb a ladder. I get on the roof and I start sweeping off the beer cans. And um, we're going to take a really quick break because when we return, I want to tell the story of when you walk back into the mansion. Okay. And you see the mayhem that has ensued. In yes, your there was mayhem. Uh-huh. And right. I'm sitting there with, uh, with a, a, an apron on, which I don't know why I had an apron on. My board <laughs> shorts, an apron, and a broom. When you walk in and I'm like, Amazing. Hey. <laughs> and... Uh, we're going to get into it when you, when we come back from break, because we're going to have our first guest on who can speak to that night. Um, oh, yeah. Probably a little bit better than me. And I think it'll be very fun for you to hear that vantage point. So I love it. Uh, we're going to take a real quick break. When we come back, uh, you'll have more of Almost Famous, the OGs. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. (laughs) Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, Make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper Swaddlers and the Diaper Stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. 
So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I don't understand what the big fat ones are. You don't put those inside of you, do you? I mean, you do? This is a show about women. Okay, so I just reapply my lip gloss after eating a delicious lunch. We are headed back now to European political systems class at Baruch College. Woo! Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. That's it. That's actually the name of the show. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. It's like reality TV on the radio. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. And looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of MoviePhone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, Chief Marketing and Growth Officer at AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Hi, Brooke. How are you? Good. How are you? Well, you know what? We're really excited to see you. It's been a really long time, and Bob was just telling us a story about Century Club and the mayhem that went down in the house and how I walked in and he yes. was, he stopped the story then so that you guys could both pick up and share <laughs> your right. vantage point of what happened that day. <laughs> 
So we called Brooke Tex back in the day on the show because, yeah. of course, he was a, a you know a rancher, a rancher from Texas, and just the sweetest, nicest guy. And Brooke, I don't know if you remember this or not, but I was I was recounting the night we moved into the mansion the next day or two later, and Trista was on a date. I know it was a one-on-one date because it was most of us back at the house, and uh, we were like, let's play the Century Club, hundred shots of beer in a hundred minutes, right? So we're pouring beer and shot glasses. We'll all do it. And every time, and we wanted like Natty Light or something really good. And every time you know, the, we'd be done with the, we'd be done with the beer can, we toss it on the roof. Yes. I said, that's a night Jamie Blythe ate the pony chow. A lot of oh things went God. down that yeah, night. A lot of things went down that night. And yeah. uh, when Trista comes back from her date, I had just climbed off the roof uh, from sweeping all the cans off the roof. I'm in board shorts and, a, and an apron. And I'm like, and she comes in and I'm like, Hey, you know, I'm thinking there's nothing wrong with this picture whatsoever. Do you remember that night? Do you remember oh, us uh, partying it up? I absolutely. Cause I think that uh, one of the guys, Brian Sanders had hit him and I, I don't know why, but we're just like this. We don't want people to fall. So let's throw some, some, uh, lawn chairs or something like that or some furniture up there as well just to keep everything <laughs> from people getting hurt on the on the ground right <laughs> yeah so i don't yeah that was it's still i have, I have a, a, a memory loss on that night <laughs> yeah i bet <laughs> you know there might be some issues or some uh, some moments i might be getting wrong myself but that was yeah. also because as as you may remember brooke we would order food uh, you know, for the whole day at like 10 a.m. And, and then yes. they'd say, well, you guys need some more cocktails. Yeah, we need a couple half gallons of this, a few cases of that. And I was telling Trista that <laughs> that stuff, the, the, the half gallons of this and the cases of that would, would arrive within five minutes. That and was the, the food, nicest part about yeah. the whole thing. We were never thirsty. Food, yes. If you wanted, like you, I remember back when you, uh, your favorite drink at the time was, I think, uh, Blue Goose. Uh, Grey Goose. Grey Goose. Grey Goose. Grey Goose. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Still is like, to this day. Yeah, and you're like, I'd like to bottle of Grey Goose, and then you could hear someone go, "Okay, we're going to get it." And all of a sudden, like five minutes later, we had Grey Goose. I was like, <laughs> "Okay." They had it Patron. in the back, ready <laughs> to go. Just, just saying anything, just to see. And yes, it here it is, Brooke. This is yours. Okay, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, true. can I have some caviar and yes. some yeah. Uh, champagne? Yeah. Uh, yeah, they had it all in the back. Yeah, yeah one night it was they like, a- you want T-bone steaks or ribeyes or something like that? We're like. Uh, can we? They're like, yeah. Okay. How many boys want it? And everybody, of course, raised their hands up and we're like, yeah, 50 of them. We had like 20 or 25 or something (laughs) steaks there. Yeah. It was a steak dinner to beat the band. I remember that. That was a great All right. So I want to get back to the beginning. So, um, uh, let's stop talking about food and drinks. I'm really getting hungry and thirsty. Uh, no. So the first night, of course we meet and, uh, you introduce yourself as a rodeo cowboy we yes. can clearly see, if everyone could see you right now, that Rodeo Cowboy is probably not what you're doing anymore. <laughs> it looks like yeah. you're in a hospital. You have a so can you tell everyone? Can you tell everyone what you're so up to these days? After we did, after we did the show and everything stopped, you know, going on, um, I met a uh, young lady, and uh, I was as a EMT in the in the ER, and she was a nurse, and sometimes you it takes a good woman to get your head out of your rectum is what we say down here. And uh, <laughs> She's like, you can't be a tech forever. And I was like, okay. I said, I'll be a fireman. Like, and I, cause Ryan had told me how great it was. I was like, oh, I'll do the fireman thing. So then the age of course catches up with you. And then 
I thought, well, while I'm trying to be a fireman, I can take classes. And so I became a registered nurse, got mm-hmm. my bachelor's wow, awesome. and I work, uh, I just, I didn't, I stopped doing being an ER nurse. I've been doing that for probably eight years now, but awesome. I stopped doing that for a little bit because it, it you know, with COVID and all that, you're seeing, you know, 150 people a day. Yeah. And so I just took a break. I do the hospital calls me to get a uh, hard IVs for people who need like uh, long-term antibiotics or something yeah. like that. I do, it's called a vascular access team, which we just do picks and IVs and all cool. that. And I just got finished with doing one. And then my coworker is about to go do another one. So awesome. she said, I got this. You can do your little show. Well, thank you to your coworker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And congratulations. I mean, and, and thank you, right? You were on the front lines of this whole COVID thing that could not have been easy. And I'm sure I'm sure it was rough. It's been pretty ugly. I've gotten it twice and it don't matter oh, if gosh. you have PPE on, wash your yeah. hands every day. It's just out there. You got people who don't wear masks and then they cough and you get it in there. It's just, yeah. luckily, thank you. Thank the Lord above that my symptoms weren't as bad as some of the people that I deal with on a regular basis. Um, right now our census is down in our hospital as far as people with COVID and which is a great thing. I do know that there's another, supposedly another round coming and the outskirts of Texas are being hit right now, but DFW where I live at is not that bad right now, but they say the symptoms are sort of mild. I guess I'm not going to get into all that kind of stuff, but, um, but like I said, my symptoms weren't that bad. My wife got it. Because you know, cannot stop kissing your wife, and so, <laughs> so <laughs> might as well share it. Ryan was saying the same thing. <laughs> All right, can we go back um, to the first night? So yes, I think actually it might have been after that. So I've always I've, this has been brought up in interviews. I, I don't know since we ended the show almost twenty years ago, and right. I want to know your take on how you felt about what you called me that day what i called you i think the word was shallow (laughs) and of course when you have alcohol in your system and like my friend bob down here i get done with that interview and or and with that little situation between you and i and he of course he's just pouring it on gasoline and i'm like yeah this is what i said to her hear me roar i'm like what (laughs) shallow shallow why how are you shallow yeah i was too i was so into it I was like, why is she shallow? Because she has an allergy. I don't understand that part. And I honestly, to this day, do not know why. I don't know how, why I was so mad or how even they. Right. Because you know how they, you know how they snuck. They those stir the sauce, in. buddy. Uh, yeah. You know, they were walking by, <laughs> right. you know, they're the waitress or the waiter. And then they, of got course. The they hear. Yeah. Brooke said something, send him over there. And then. Yeah. You're right. You're right. They do. And then yeah. you're going, okay, I'll go talk to her. And then. I don't know how it got on the subject, but somehow you said you're allergic to horses. And I was like, you're going to get rid of me from what? And I guess at the time, <laughs> at the time I was the villain of the show or the bad guy or at that time. And yeah. you know, oh, no. I've seen multiple you, shows. Well, I've seen, I don't think so. I've seen clips of other shows and these guys are way worse than I am. Way. I, never thought, I never thought you were a villain at all. Actually, no, I always, not at all. I never thought I that just at was all. like, yeah. I'm sorry, but I'm not shallow. Like, yeah, but, I, if, so, if you're going to call me shallow for for getting rid of you because you have a goatee or like <laughs> short hair or something, maybe I'm shallow. But I was like, but wait, 
I'm allergic to horses, and that's what you do. That's your life. Like I yeah. couldn't be around you. <laughs> but there was so I was watching a commercial because I was so excited about being on that show and meeting everybody, meeting of course you and and Bob and everybody. And there, I think there you were at some kind of premiere or something like that or some kind of whatever you were doing, and it was like mm-hmm. ET or some one of those shows. And they were talking to you, and in the background. I think there's a Clydesdale or some kind of horse, and I'm like, she lied to me because she lied. <laughs> no, no, That's okay, so, so I did not lie. Um, but <laughs> what I will say is that if I take medicine, like yes. Benadryl, then it's fine. Or if I wash my hands immediately. But like being, I can go to a rodeo. But I couldn't be around a rodeo cowboy because I would literally right. be one big hive. So anyway, yeah, I, I think, you know, we've covered it. It's all good. We know I'm not, <laughs> I wasn't shallow for that, at least. And yes, I agree. <laughs> After everything said and done and maybe the liquid courage got out of me, I was like, oh, yeah, all good. No. All good. No. We ended up, we both Brooke, ended up very happy. Um, if I had a nickel for everything I said on the uh, two shows I was on that was dumb, I'd be a really wealthy guy. I, <laughs> Okay, you good. got nothing to feel bad about, okay, buddy. Okay. I was, no, I not was at consistently all. foot in the mouth. I was that guy. Not good. at all. And and I think the the moral of this story is that we both ended up with the people that we were supposed to. And oh, it's a happy yeah, ending. I, I would right? not anything that ever happened. I'm glad I got to do the show. Because, I mean, right. honestly, there's, I mean, yeah, there's several people now. But back in the day, we were, we were the originals. And so yeah. it was the cool OGs, to, baby. The OGs to be a part of something that. You know, even to this day, someone will say something and they'll say, you were on what? And I was like, yeah, 20 years ago. I don't look like that. I used to have this beautiful flowing mane. And now <laughs> I've got the male pattern baldness and it makes me want to kill myself. But, <laughs> but Man, uh, I'll tell you what, I think you look good, buddy. I'm so proud of it. you and everything that you've accomplished. I mean, I'm so glad that we were on this show together and became buddies and have stayed in touch as as not as great lately since I've had kids, I've been terrible, but you know, for a while there, we were all in pretty good touch with one another. We got we oh, to do that some more. It was, it was yeah. fun talking to y'all and seeing how, but it's awesome to see now the families that have produced out of this. Like, I know. To, to you got two and then Bob, you just recently had one several months ago, right? Yeah. Our second, we uh, had our second in July. Yeah. Oh, so congratulations. Yeah. yeah. He's almost a year. So, well, congrats, buddy. Thanks for joining us on the show. You are definitely not the villain. To okay, us. Good, definitely good. not. Glad you no. are. Brooke Pemberton, a.k.a. Tex, to me. All righty. Tex. <laughs> Always. Thank you, Tex. <laughs> All right. Y'all take care. All right. Bye, you take Brooke. care, buddy. So good right, seeing bye. you, man. All right. Bye-bye. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. (laughs) 
(laughs) ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper Swaddlers and the Diaper Stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I don't understand what the big fat ones are. You don't put those inside of you, do you? I mean, you do? Yes. This is a show about women. Okay, so I just reapply my lip gloss after eating a delicious lunch. We are headed back now to European political systems class at Baruch College. Woo! Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. That's it. That's actually the name of the show. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. It's like reality TV on the radio. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. (laughs) Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of MoviePhone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, Chief Marketing and Growth Officer at AT AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark, 
more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. God, I love that guy. That's Honest so fun. And I love that he's like, you know, first of all, isn't it funny though? He saw himself as a villain and I never saw him as a villain. I didn't at all. It's yeah. just, they picked up on that comment and like ran with it. And that's cause that's yeah. all they had. They didn't have any other drama. We had no drama. I mean, other yeah. than us all, you know, wanting to fight Russ. I mean, you know, yeah. there was nothing. <laughs> And poor Russ. <laughs> All Russ did was be thoughtful and show up with a present, you know. Totally, but, um, yes. Right. So many of us from that show, and I think this is actually a testament to you, uh, so many of us from that show left as as really good friends. And, yeah. you know, uh, of course, you know, Brooks, one of those guys that we stayed in touch with, I stayed in touch with over the years. But another one who I actually uh, have had a lot of personal contact with is going to join us on the show next. Now, this man was also a firefighter. I'm yep. going to see if you can guess, Trista. Now, I know you got the show rundown, so it's not going to be that hard. He was also a firefighter. <laughs> yep. Cleveland born and bred. Yeah. And he may or may not have been a guy that we uh, collectively carried out and laid his bed in the sprinklers one night. Oh, I remember. It might have even been on Century Club night, actually. that A lot of stuff went down. I then. think it was. And yeah, we'll talk about it in a minute. Um, so why don't we let, let's let Jack in. Jack, you got it right. It's my buddy, Jackie French from Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> of course Ohio. I got it right. I don't have a great memory, but I have some kind of memory. I mean, I could I could not forget Jack. <laughs> Especially things that we just said, like, you know, right before the show started, we're going to be bringing in Jackie French. Yeah. <laughs> right. So there's that, right? There's that as well. So there's that. So yeah, let's welcome to the show another guy from Trista's season who made a big impact with people, Jack French. He's from Cleveland, Ohio, firefighter, dad. Awesome, you know, just an awesome guy. So I think he's going to be joining us here any second. And, um, you know, I felt a little guilt uh, about being one of the guys who helped carry his little bed out there. We, we, you did not. You do not feel any guilt for that. (laughs) I don't. I don't. But I want to say that I didn't because Jack is, I I, I mean, (sighs) people might not remember. Oh, here we go. Jack is yoked. There he is. Hey. Jackie is yo. Yeah. What's up, Jackie? Good to see you, buddy. <laughs> What's going on, Bob? How you doing, man? I am great. Is this the first time you and Trista have talked since our uh, since our season? I uh, think so. No, we talked. No? Well, yeah, well, actually, I, yeah. I mean, we talked. You know, after we were, you know, did the media stuff, but you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was that was the season. True Twenty story. years True ago, story. buddy. Isn't that something? Hi, it's been so long. It's good to see your face. Good to see you as well. So, right, Trista, so Jack happens yeah, to have a ahead. very, very talented family. Uh, his, his son is yep. an incredible football player. And awesome. I was trying desperately to get Jack to bring his son to my alma mater, of course, Michigan State University. Yeah. Um, and so Jack and I were trying to hatch a plan to make it work. But, uh, you know, great dad. Obviously, on the show, you were a firefighter. We just talked to Brooke Pemberton a minute ago. Remember, remember Tex? Oh, yeah. Cowboy, Cowboy Brooke. Cowboy yeah. Brooke. Oh, that's right. Cowboy Brooke. Yeah, he went from Cowboy Brook to uh, he's a, he's a, a registered nurse now on the front lines of COVID. Uh, RN Cowboy Cowboy Brook. <laughs> there you go, RN Cowboy Brook. He, he always gonna be, he always gonna be Cowboy Brook to, to me. That's yeah. right. That's right. right. What's what are some of your like first night? You get out of the limo. It's a crazy experience, right? You walk up, you meet Trista. What's the first thing that's going through your mind? Do you remember? Of, of course. I mean, you know. I, I was looking at her. That's what I. That's what I. Was 
I'm sure you weren't the only one. There were 25 of us doing that. That's for sure. Exactly. exactly. Actually, actually, I'm sorry. There were 24 of us doing that because Trista's said that one guy got out of the limo and looked at the camera first. Mm-hmm. I remember and he that. Said, I said, bye-bye. See you later, yeah, he Peter. Went home. He went home early. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Were we in the same limo, Jackie? We were, weren't we? We were the first yeah, I, limo, I, I think. But, you know, I don't remember. <laughs> a, 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 a bunch of it was a blur, Bob. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Trista, do you okay. have any good questions for our buddy, Jackie? Yeah. Okay. So I want to get into, well, first I want to get into that night of Century Club and what happened. So there was this big storyline. We went on, it was the three of us and, and Ryan and Jamie and who, Jeff Popovich, maybe, um, were on the, what was it? Not Rancho. Um, what's that hotel? La Quinta that we went to La Quinta on the, on the date the next day. Right. Yes, the next we're, day. We were all yeah. on that and we were in a big R V that ended up breaking down oh, yes, and Jeff yes, Popovich yes, changed yes. the tire. Yes. So the journey um, bus. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, okay, we're all sitting on the R V <laughs> laughing. And I remember you guys telling me the story of Jack being picked up. So Jack passed out because you guys had Century Club and were, you know, indulging in some he drinks. He went to bed early. He went to bed early. I, I did go to bed early. I did. That, 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 that happened. <laughs> Yeah, there's a difference. Yeah, it looked Jack like went, it. went to bed early. Yeah. I responsibly went to yeah, bed Yeah, responsibly. That's right. That's right. So he was yep. laying on one of the mattresses that was on the floor, no bed frame. Yes. And so Correct. all of you guys explained to me that you thought it'd be funny to pick him up on his ma- from his mattress and put him outside. And then the sprinklers yeah. went off and Jack proceeded to wake up and then he needed to relieve himself. So yes. yep. <laughs> I yep. think I so, think relieving I mean, himself now, I, was... I don't remember any sprinklers. See, oh, yeah. You don't? I, I don't recall. <laughs> Jack, Jack, it's one of those oldest tricks in the book. Like like when, when one of your friends goes to sleep early and you set their mm-hmm. hand in a little dish of water, you know? And so, <laughs> so we we wanted to make sure that Jack didn't miss our early pickup time. We had an early call oh, time the next morning. We didn't have alarm clocks. So we thought, well, the sprinklers go off. That'll probably wake Jack up and then we won't feel so bad. We just didn't know the sprinklers were going to go off at four in the morning, which oh, is what happened. Mission accomplished. Yeah. Jack was up and ready for the day. But Jack, Jack was a quick recovery, man. We were on that. We were out that next day. I mean, he was ready to go. Just, you know, I would have not, uh, maybe I would have been okay back then, but now I'd be, I'd be in a bad place. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, so I know that you guys told me about the, this, and I feel like it came up in interviews afterwards that like either I was portrayed as judgmental or as like shocked. And I was like, actually, I think because like Bob and I were talking about this beforehand, going into The Bachelorette, you know, there was a lot of media hype around it and people were very critical of me being the first, you know, Bachelorette and the first one to turn the tables. And so I was on my best behavior with kind of see, saying everything in a in as PC a way as I could with still trying to be myself, right? So till, right. still trying to be authentic, but trying to be 
PC and caring in a way. And I would, if that had happened in real life without any cameras around, I would have freaking been dying laughing. And I think I was dying laughing, but I feel like because it was like, there was no drama, like we just talked about too. Yeah. There was no we drama on the show. So, well. so yeah. like the only thing they could bring in as drama was, oh my gosh, Trista is so, um, she is, so beside herself with what happened with Jack. Like the same thing with Greg and his apartment, like going into the small, we can talk about right, that first later. Of all, but that apartment was crap. Let's not kill ourselves. <laughs> I, know, I, know. I would have been like, I, you know what? I got a call. And I'd have been back on the A train back to wherever it was that you were going. Cause that apartment was a piece of work. Okay. So I want to know how you felt. Like, were you, were you, how did you feel in the moment? And then afterwards, when people were asking you about it, did you feel like I was judgmental? Did you feel like that like got in the way of our relationship in any way? Or did you just think it was fun like I did? I don't know. I would love to hear your side. Well, you know, it, I mean, the whole experience was so, you know, it's so new for everybody. Yeah. You know? right. So it's just, you know, it was just an occurrence, you know, right. yeah. just. It's just what it was. I mean, we were having a good time. I mean, yeah, it's what it was. It happened. And no, I, I did not feel like you were judgmental. Okay, good, good. Because I, I feel like that, we're doing that like would... a personal, like a counseling session here. And I like it. <laughs> Dr. Phil. <laughs> Believe me, I'm usually on the other side of this. So I'm usually the one sitting there going, now I can say, Trista, how did that make you feel? How did that make you feel when Jack just said that he didn't judge you for you that? Know, I'm using this podcast as a way to air any grievances, get exercise it all out of the demons. open. All right. I love it. I love Let's it. Exercise the demons. Um, yeah, yes. There, there was no 20, there was no 20 year grievance. No way. Yeah, Not with Jack right? French. Yeah. No. <laughs> Truly one of the greatest guys out there. Jack, thank you so much for joining us on the show, man. It's always Appreciate great you, to talk to you. And uh, we love you, buddy. Thank you. And I'm so glad you and Trista got to reconnect. Yes. Hey, tell Ryan. How I will. I will. And, and okay, what's, wait, before we go, what's your son's name so we can watch out for him? His name is Jackson. Oh, I love he, it. He's listening. And uh, he's listening right now, I'm sure. Oh, hi, Jackson. Jackson French. Hey, I'm sure he's going to laugh about it when I get off. When I get off. Right? Oh, yeah, for sure. He's going to pull up the YouTube or the Tubi of the show. Has oh, he watched oh, yeah. yet? Oh, that's already no. been done. Oh, yeah. oh, they, oh, they get me all the time with that. I mean, they, they use it. <laughs> Amazing. Thanks oh, for being it, here, Jack. Thank Good you, buddy. Bye, bye. I'll see you soon, man. We appreciate you. Yes, you will, right, my friend. Too. I'll see you very soon. All Take right, care, bye. man. All right, man. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Trista, you got to feel good. This was really fun. I loved being able to go back in time and relive the first night of The Bachelorette with you and... Brooke and Jack and lots of yes. others. And next week we get to relive your first night. Are you so excited? I am terrified. <laughs> Absolutely terrified. <laughs> yeah. I, I think yours was really fun because it wasn't about me so much. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think this was a much more fun week for me. Next week I'm gonna be stressed out, pins and needles style. But oh you know there's what? no It'll reason for stress. It'll be You're fun. You're happily remember, married. You're yes, all good. That's true. You're but good. One wrinkle on my season, and I don't know yeah. if you remember this or not, but one wrinkle on my season that was uh, really awkward. I'm just going to say it the twins. I had twins on my season. I was the first season they brought out twins. 
I do not remember this. Yes. And I remember going, what is going on? And oh my gosh, I, ha- I can't wait to watch it. I yes. don't remember this. Yeah, and I've watched watch every it. single episode of every single show. Um, I, I know. I, okay. <laughs> I'm so excited to go watch to remind myself what happened. I mean, obviously, I remember the key players, but... Right. Um, but yeah, this will be fun to go back and watch. I'm I'm excited. I know you're nervous. I know it's really awkward to talk about like you dating other people when you're married. Um, I know, I know. But you know what? It's all in fun. We're gonna have fun. Do not worry yeah. about it. Just bring <laughs> yeah. your personality, and it'll all be okay. <laughs> no, you know, actually, my wife is so funny about this stuff. She loves to talk about it, and she really loves it because she'll always go. Well, just think of it this way. I mean, you were waiting for me, right? Because I was only right. That's right, Jess. (laughs) Because you would have gone to prison if you were trying to date me at that time. (laughs) Like, good point. Good point. Touche, my love. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us. We are the OGs here on Almost Famous, and we'll see you next week. See ya. Childproofing people's homes is hard but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80 live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean... You do? Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. (laughs) Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.